Howdy guys, I'm Aiden of Blue Couch Productions, and welcome to the 29th ever episode of Aiden on Anchor, the show where I tell you about my life story as well as my journey with this cool little app called Anchor. It is currently 8.47 p.m., October 16th, 2019, and here we are on episode 29. Crazy to imagine, especially with how this show has gone, that we are almost at episode 30. You know, we started this reboot of the series at episode 7 at the beginning of this year. And uh, all this time later, here we are. <laughs> it's crazy to believe that we've done like more than 20 since then. Um, but hey, what are you going to do? It surprises me, I guess. It's surprising to everybody. I still don't know if I'm going to try to hit 35 or 40 by the end of the year, but we'll see. But in the meantime, we'll take the celebrations as we get them. What are we going to be talking about today? Well, we're going to be talking about my life as always. Had a couple of crazy ups and downs, crazy couple of days in general. And we're also talking about VHS stuff, because that's also on my mind. Uh, if anything else comes to mind, like I might mention the Gigantamax Pokemon that were revealed today. Or something else in between. But this won't come out till Friday, so I'm sure all this information will be outdated by the time it gets to you all. So, uh, yeah, we got a pretty packed show. I actually know what I'm talking about for once in the topic section, which is nice. And uh, without any further ado, let's just go ahead and get started. So let's first start with my life recently. Been a lot of ups and downs, a lot of crazy moments. Last time we talked, I believe, I had told you guys that I was at my grandparents' house waiting for the kitchen floor and all that to get renovated. And so when it was renovated, I would come back to that house and all that sort of fun stuff. Well, the kitchen floor is still being renovated. They've now started working on the laundry room too because that floor and ceiling needed a bit of work. So a little bit more time has been added on. It has been almost a month now since we came out to this house. Uh, the first week with a different crew that didn't do their job. And these past three weeks with this better crew that has done their job but has done quite a slow one at that. So it's been about a month altogether. A lot of time to be away from equipment and stuff. Uh, I still try to get content out to you guys in the forms of podcasts and lines on her gaming stuff, but unfortunately I haven't been able to work on anything big uh, for the past month or so, which sucks. But hey, what are you going to do? Anyway, so that's been going down, um, and that was fine for a while until yesterday when things got even crazier, and uh, I had found out, we had all found out, that they were selling the house. We were renters. We did not buy said house. Um, and I guess the landlord just thought with all the work they were putting into it, how much money they had to spend because you know if there's something wrong with the property landlord typically has to be responsible for all that they were spending a lot of money on that and i figured they wanted to make some of that back by having someone buy it i don't know the full reasoning behind it but that's what i can make sense in my head with so yeah i have to be we all have to be out in two weeks early november so <laughs> in the midst of waiting for this house to get fixed up, we're only going to be there for about like a week or so and then be forced out. So that was a crazy day. It didn't feel terribly good that day because it meant it probably we would be out here for even longer without a home to go to, which sucked. And it would mean that I wouldn't have internet for longer. So that was awful as well. Well, that all changed today when we figured out that, oh, no need to worry. We found a house and we got it. Like, it's the quickest, it's the quickest house search and buy I think I've ever seen before. Um, we had found a house in town about five minutes away from the old one. A nicer house, too, which is awesome. Rent's a little bit more expensive. We're still renters, after all. 
uh, but the house looks so much nicer. I haven't been there to see it in public, but the pictures look really good. And we got it, and we move in two weeks from now, November 2nd. So a day after we're out of the old house, we can move right into the new one, which is awesome. It's not all confirmed yet, but hopefully by the time you're listening to this, it will be. So that's crazy. It's been a past couple of crazy weeks, and the whole losing your house and getting a new one in the span of two days definitely hits you emotionally and all the best and worst spots. So I've just been kind of in a daze for a while. But no, I think it's cool. Um, the house has a lot more rooms in it. There's two bathrooms now instead of the one we've been having. Uh, we have carpet instead of hardwood, which hardwood floors are nice, but like carpet isn't bad either, especially if you spent a lot of time with hardwood floors and getting scratches on them. Carpet ain't the worst, especially when you can clean it. Uh, having an actual garage, having an actual backyard, and not as many neighbors either, which is nice. It's just far enough where we're not in a big neighborhood, but also close enough to where there will be good internet. That's the best part about all this, actually, is the internet. It's a charter spectrum, which is what we used to have before my internet went crappy, and then we changed it to something worse. But now we're back to the good stuff again, and it's all set up, and it's fast, and all we'll have to do is activate it. So that pretty much solves the whole internet issue as well. It'll have to be a little bit longer of a wait, unfortunately. Um, but I think that wait will be worth it overall because we'll be getting a better house out of it and good internet out of it rather than before where we were going to have to replace the internet and still have a shitty house. So I don't know. You do what you can do. Uh, we have been in that old house for what, since junior high? Since, yeah, since I was in junior high, so around seventh or eighth grade and I'm in college now. So we've been with that house for like f six, six or seven years, roughly. I could be wrong on that. I usually am because I have a bad memory, <laughs> but a long time is what I'm getting at. And so it's, it's weird to see it all finally change in the span of two days. Again, it's so wild, but I'm glad we found something that worked out. I'm glad we have a house, and I'm glad that I'm only going to be here for a little bit longer before I can get back to making stuff, creating, and uh, doing what I do best, which is make content. And having the internet will also be a bonus, so hey, what can you do? But yeah, that's taken up the majority of my mental capacity these past couple of days. What I haven't been doing that, I've been recording Fire Red YouTube podcasts, eight on acre <laughs> everything i can uh, easily do with just audio and uh, stuff to have other people to edit and uh, yeah i hope you enjoyed the golf war video as well that came out hopefully this week or last week i'm not sure hopefully you guys enjoyed it it's out now it's public it's all listenable so yeah that's pretty cool but that's it as far as the life stuff and the house stuff i hope to show it off whenever we can again have to wait till november 2nd so that's about two weeks a little bit more than two weeks by the time you're listening to this it'll be about two weeks so a little bit longer but the wait will be ultimately more worth it in the end i think for just the nicer house in general but uh, yeah that's all i have to talk about that let's move into our next topic let's talk about i was gonna do the vhs stuff but i think i'm gonna do the pokemon stuff before that if y'all don't mind let's talk about all the new pokemon news that has recently hit us uh in particular today uh, on the 16th of October, they revealed some new Gigantamax forms for a lot of older Pokemon. In particular, there is now a Gigantamax Pikachu, Eevee, Meowth, Charizard, Butterfree, and I believe that's it. Is there any I'm forgetting? I don't think I am. Yeah, but that's cool. I think that's honestly 
really dope. The Charizard and Butterfree ones are my favorite by far. Uh, just because like Charizard looks like a burning Godzilla, which is such a really cool aesthetic. Just seeing Charizard so large just feels appropriate because like Mega Charizard X and Y, while they are cool in their own right, they are still the same Charizard size, aka like four feet tall, which is shorter than me. So to see Charizard finally like have the, the height and the size to go with its cool design, I think will actually serve that Pokemon rather well. Uh, Gigantamax Butterfree too, it's just incredible. It looks like Mothra. We got kind of a Kaiju theme going here and I really do appreciate that. But uh, yeah, Butterfree, man, I've waited for that Pokemon to get some sort of buff for what feels like 10 or so years. And uh, when Beedrill got the Mega, I thought, oh, okay, we're gonna get like Mega Butterfree. Didn't happen. Now we have Gigantamax Butterfree and its form is so good. Like, I'm just impressed overall. All the Gigantamax forms I felt have had really good designs and these Kanto ones in particular are awesome. Uh, the Meowth is like a long, a long Meowth, I guess. He's tall. Uh, but he also has these weird, like, yellow eyes, solid yellow eyes, and a big old coin. He's actually kind of the creepiest of the bunch. Meowth was never really creepy. He was always kind of playful. But Persian was supposed to be this kind of creepy cat. And uh, uh, this sort of <laughs> Gigantamax Meowth really fits that bill rather well. Just, again, with the size and his yellow eyes are just creepy, man. They're creepy. And then Pikachu and Eevee probably had the, the most minor of changes. Uh, you can get them by simply having the uh, let's go Sa save data so if you have let's go pikachu or eevee you can use the save data to get them which is a cool little bonus uh pikachu ends up turning fat he's a chunky pikachu a chonky pikachu if you will uh kind of similar to how pikachu used to look back in the day kind of a more thick form which is awesome and then eevee meanwhile just sort of got big ears and a bit of a floof not really impressive honestly, but it makes Eevee look cute. And hey, if Eevee's cute, everybody's happy. That's why it's one of the most popular Pokemon of all time. They did their job, okay? I'm not complaining here. This is a, a no complaining zone. Eevee Gigantamaxed looks good. And just in general, uh, I thought a lot of the Gigantamax stuff they showed off was good. I, I'm also just in general impressed how little Sword and Shield has shown off recently. To give you an idea, we are about a month away from the game actually releasing. It's November 15th. And here we are, and we have just a pretty small trailer. Nothing big, nothing mind-blowing, not revealing the entire game. And while some people might find issue in that, I think it's pretty awesome, just from the perspective of this game's actually gonna have surprises to it. And I really think Pokemon is a franchise that does better if there are surprises in the game. Uh, part of the reason Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon um, have some issues is because they revealed all of that game before it even came out. And I understand that you want to make sure that the consumer has enough information and you want to hype them up and you want to make sure people buy a bazillion copies, but like Pokemon sells so well, there's no need to do that, honestly. So I like the fact that Sword and Shield has been very lenient with the information. We've only seen 20 or so new Pokemon. We've only seen a couple of Gigantamax. We don't even know the starters evolutions yet, which is so cool. I'm so glad we don't know them. It'll actually be a surprise for once. That's awesome. We haven't done that since, what, generation one or two? <laughs> it's been a long time, guys. And so I'm just I'm just ready. I'm just ready to play these games. I'm ready to be surprised. I'm ready to see the new stuff along the way. And I hope it's, it's, it's worth having the surprise there. I think a legitimate worry that people could have is that this is all they have, and they have no surprises left, and it just so happens that the game doesn't have enough content. And I hope that's not the case. 
but uh, that worry is for sure in the back of my mind. I, I will I will say that. I'm still a little bit worried about that. But no, overall, I think it was a great trailer. I like how little information we're seeing, and I can't wait to play the game. I'm still excited, guys. I, believe it or not, I'm still excited for Pokemon Sword and Shield. I know the game has gotten a lot of flack. This has been probably one of the rockiest uh, hype and release cycles for a Pokemon game in a long time, since probably Gen 5, I guess, was the last time people were this angry. Uh, but even angrier now, I guess. <laughs> but I'm still excited, man. I love Pokemon. What can I tell you? I love Pokemon. Uh, so I will probably be playing and getting them. In fact, I actually announced recently that I'll be live streaming them at my Twitch channel. And hey, I'll be in a new house to do it. So uh, go check me out. Twitch.tv slash Blue Couch Productions. Follow, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And that way you can be aware when I stream Pokemon Sword. I'm getting Sword. Galarian Ponyta is cool and all. It's a nice shield exclusive. I gotta get Surfetched. I gotta get Sword. I think the Sword Legendary looks cooler anyway. So, hey, what are you gonna do? Uh, that's the version I'm gonna be getting. And I'm super excited to finally play it. Um, but I think that's it. Is there anything else? Oh, people were mad that, like, <laughs> it was just Kanto <laughs> Giant Gigantamax forums. And it's like, okay, I get it, right? Like, Kanto has shown a lot of love in recent years, but it was like the Game Freak 30th anniversary, and those were the games that started it all, and it made sense to have a couple of forms for some older favorites so that older fans will buy these games. I get it. Um, I'd be a little bit more mad if the designs were just kind of eh, um, but they're not really. I like a lot of them. They're doing interesting things with these old Pokemon, and so I think that's sort of what's selling me on it. And also just the fact that like we've gotten other forms from other regions, the Galarian Zigzagoon and Obstagoon just sort of opens the door for all sorts of mons to get forms. And I think we will see more from other regions. Um, but the Kano stuff is obviously what's going to bring in the biggest crowd. That's the stuff they're going to show. I hope we get some more forms from other regions. And I think we will. I think that's just sort of being saved as a surprise. But again, I could be wrong. But yeah, that's all I wanted to talk about the Pokemon Sword and Shield news. Let's get into some VHS stuff. I went to Goodwill recently. I bought some VHS tapes, as I do. I'm a big collector of that sort of stuff. No surprise there. Um, and I got a couple of them. Uh, first up is Hercules on VHS, a movie that I've already seen. An okay film, to be honest. Not the best, not the worst either. Uh, just sort of middle of the road. Probably one of the more weaker Disney Renaissance films. Uh, some people really love it. I'm not that big of a fan. But the other two, I think, are far more interesting because they're films I haven't seen yet. And I really do want to see them. The first one is, is Muppet Christmas Carol, which I've heard is like one of the best Christmas Carol adaptations or Christmas specials in general. And I'm a fan of like holiday themed specials. I love Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, the Christmas special, like the Garfield stuff that usually comes around this time of year. And having Muppets in that seems like a pretty good fit. I'll probably really like that. But I have not watched it yet, but I did get the VHS copy. And then this was probably the rarest find of the bunch and one that I was even more excited about was Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Now this movie, in case you don't know, is a animated Batman film, kind of following the same style as Batman the Animated Series in the 90s. Critically acclaimed show, beautiful show, some of the best artwork, some of the best writing, some of the best superhero stuff in general. Uh, and it got a movie. In fact, it got several movies. This is only like one of three, I believe. There's two more. Uh, Sub-Zero and then another one that came after it, I believe. Or that might have been a Batman Beyond thing. I don't know, I confuse a lot of the animated Batman shows in my head. But Batman Mask of the Phantasm specifically 
was this sort of Batman movie where they kind of animated a whole film, 73 minutes, I believe, long. And it was going to be direct-to-video, but they actually ended up showing it in theaters uh, very last minute to the point where it didn't do well, uh, unfortunately. But as time has gone on, this film has kind of become this really cult classic. Uh, reviewers who talk about it say it's one of the best Batman films ever, if not the best, at least in terms of its portrayal of Batman. The box art looks gorgeous. Go to my Twitter if you haven't seen it, at BlueCouchYT. Links in the description below. Haha. -ha. Uh, but no, you can actually see the cover art, and it's so beautiful, man. That entire show and its aesthetic is beautiful, and I think I'm just going to love watching this movie. I've heard it hyped up so much in my mind that I'm almost worried it's going to be too good to be true, but uh, we'll see. And yeah, I found the VHS of it at Goodwill. It only really came out on VHS, I believe. It recently got a Blu-ray release, which is nice, but uh, it's been a while. This movie didn't get a whole lot of uh, showing, and the fact that I found it at a Goodwill again uh, is crazy, because I usually don't find stuff like that at Goodwill. So that was a pretty good pickup, I believe. I hope to get maybe the other Batman films and the other Muppet films later, because while I do collect Disney animated stuff and all that, eventually I'm going to fill up that collection, and I'm going to want to start branching out to other things. And I think things like Batman or Muppets or uh, even the, the DreamWorks stuff that's on VHS, there's a bit of that, especially their early, early catalog, their early 2D stuff that I really like, like Road to El Dorado, um, can kind of give sort of this VHS collection a little bit more heft. I want to start getting boxes for the loose copies that I have and eventually, like hopefully, just have it to the point where if I want to watch any old animated film or Muppets or DC Comics or... Whatever, anything I want to animate, I can just have it all at my fingertips and I can watch the VHS copy and all its fuzziness and it's all 90s commercials and all that sort of shit. And I record them too on my Elgato, so there's always a digital backup that I can look at and potentially archive if I need to. It's just such a fun hobby. It's cheap too, dirt cheap. Uh, all three of those maybe cost me about $1.50 altogether because at Goodwill, they just 50 cents for each one, so... If you find what you're looking for and you know what you want, you can just start picking up stuff. And it's such an, an easy and cheap way to watch a lot of films uh, if you have a VCR player and if you don't mind the kind of fuzzy quality. I know DVD and Blu-rays and all these streaming services. And believe me, I'm excited about Disney Plus as much as the next guy. Uh, but as a physical media head, as someone who wants to have a physical version of all of these and uh, someone who doesn't mind the sort of early 90s video quality, if you will, I just think it's really cool. So I picked all three of those up. I enjoy them. They're awesome. And they just make me happy. I don't know. If you guys if you guys are hating on me, I don't understand why. Because they make me feel good. So, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much what I wanted to say about those three. I noticed we're still dramatically under time here. Trying to get these to 30 minutes is weird because I thought I had enough time to talk about all these topics. And then it turns out, LOL, I didn't. So what are you going to do? Do you just come up and stall for time like I'm doing now to try to think of another topic? Or do you just end it off here? It's hard to say, really. Um, I guess I'll just throw this to you guys uh, while I have you here. What what would be a good number to stop on for a on Anchor for this year in particular? What would be... What would be a good goal uh, to reach on at the end of the year? Because I do, even though I want to do 8 on Acre for a long time, and I still will in 2020, I want to at least hit a certain threshold of episodes by 2019 
so that when I can look back at the year and what I got done, I can see that, oh, I filmed this many episodes of Aiden on Anchor. So what do y'all think? Should I try to get to 35? Should I push a little bit harder and do 40? Because 40 is technically possible. You might be getting two episodes a week, potentially, which I don't know how y'all would feel about that. Um, 35 would mean that we would stop roughly before December. So we'd have December off, which would be kind of nice. I've been thinking about taking December off from all sorts of consecration things and having a non acre stop at a nice 35, I just feel like is, is a good number in general in it. and a goal that's at least obtainable, one that's at least reachable, if you will. So yeah, I'm thinking either 35 or 40. I don't think anything past that would be really reasonable because like 45 and 50 just sound like way too many episodes and, uh, you're probably right. This like way too many. I would have to record like two or three a week to even reach that. And even then I could forget like one and then fuck it all up. And I do not want that to happen. So let's try and not make that happen. Okay. But let me know what your thoughts are about that. What would be a good stopping place for a non-acre for the year? Uh, how many episodes would you like to get to 35, 40, whatever, as sort of a, a mini capping off point before we hop into 2020, where I will record more of these lovely episodes as you will we're still in season two i guess so we won't be going for season three it'll just be kind of a a mid-break i guess that's how that's how tv works that's how television works right i suppose it does it was actually launched a, a new channel last night called cw primetime where he's looking at all the cw shows and i'm like oh god that is so much tv how do you how do you even i barely watch tv i watched more tv out here because the internet's not good. But even I still like get bored of it very quickly. How can you find that much stuff to talk and, and review about? But that's Zach, definitely. He's the type of dude to, to watch and, and listen to all that stuff. And I'm definitely not. But anyway, I think we'll stop it here. I think I've done enough stalling, <laughs> if you will. 22 minutes isn't quite the length that we were going for. But hey, we got a little bit extra out of it. And that's always a good thing. If you guys enjoyed the episode, be sure to let me know somewhere on the internet. And if you want to find me and check out all the stuff that I do, links in the description below, no matter what podcast platform you're on, whether you're listening to this on Anchor, Spotify, the Google one, the Apple one, whatever. I don't, I'm not on very many podcast platforms. I don't listen to them, but the Anchor podcast is available on all of them. Let me know what you thought about the episode. Go ahead and check out my stuff down below. And hey, if you want to donate to the podcast, if you feel so inclined, I wouldn't. But if you want to, Anchor does allow that option. I will probably also be integrating some Anchor ads soon to try to monetize this a little bit more, but they won't be intrusive, so don't worry. But if you feel in your heart to donate, the option is there. But that'll do it for me, everybody. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. I'm Aiden of Blue Catch Productions, and I'm signing off. Bye-bye.